Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Worked with Eminem, remember? What was her song? Matisse Concord, I wonder why. Ugh, don't. That's a good Dido. I could actually corner the market on Dido impressions because nobody else is gunning for that impression. So you're the one. You can keep your Celine's and your Barbara's and everything. I got Dido, you guys. Hey, what? Hey, um, hey, Aaron, this is a great audition. Do you have any other special skills? Dido. I do Dido. I do Dido. Yeah. Do you want me to do it? No. Can, I've really worked hard at it. Can I do Dido? No. Matisse okay. got caught. I Thank want. you so much for coming Thank in. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I love getting cut off in auditions. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> what, what are the kids like? I'd like to now sing the bass line from Lida Rose. If you'll pardon me, I'm sorry. I'm sweating so much my hair is, is dripping off the back of my head. I'd like to sing this for all you whippersnappers. Jordan Sparks is no heir. <laughs> because that's what's happening in this room right now. Here's a song from the Clay Aiken songbook in the key of A flat. <laughs> in the key of coffin. And now, and now a selection from Dido. And I want to thank you. Like, sir, there's actually only one selection from Dido, <laughs> so clarification. Oh, no, I have different versions of thank you. Um, have you ever, have you ever, that song by uh, Jordan Sparks, How Do I Breathe With No Air with Chris Brown? I don't know what that is. And she shouldn't be singing that with Chris Brown. Of all, Are you kidding me? Well, I think it was pre- how do I breathe with no air because his hands are around my throat? Was that the rest of the Something sentence? Something like that. How do I breathe with no air? air? Well, you don't. <laughs> this is supposed <laughs> to be like even, a love song. I didn't even think of the logic of it. I jumped right to Chris Brown, <laughs> like beating the shit out of somebody. <laughs> wow. Okay. I guess I... How do I breathe with no air is actually the theme song to Abyss. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if Neil Diamond can write Turn On Your Heart Light and it have it be about E.T., why should that not be the case with Jordan Sparks and the movie The Abyss? Okay, maybe this is why they put them together. If I should die before I wake, oh, it's because you took my breath away. Well, they killed her. Are you kidding me? She's singing this with Chris Brown. Yes. Losing you is like living in a world with no air. Is this a confession? Oh, I'm here alone. Don't want to leave. My heart won't move. It's incomplete. Fun, fun fact, the original lyric was, I'm here alone, I can't leave, he won't let me go, I'm he in his basement. He took my cell phone. <laughs> I'm writing this on a receipt in my own blood, and I'm sending it via carry pigeon. He threw me down the stairs, I can't walk anymore. But how do you, how do you expect me to live alone with just me, because my world revolves around you, it's so hard for me to breathe? Woman, come on, you are setting the movement back. Pick yourself up. Patty, I can't get over the hump of she's singing it with Chris Brown. (laughs) How is that itself not setting the movement back? Just that. Start there and work your way back. But at least maybe she's trying to bring him down from the inside because it sounds like she's trying to goad him into a confession. Tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with no air. Can't live, can't breathe with no air. Obvious. Thank you. Logic. That's how I feel whenever you ain't there. Uh Now you've had... Proper English this entire time. Could you imagine singing isn't, though? No, but I can't actually imagine saying ain't all the time. Got me out here in the water so deep, so now he's kidnapped her. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Tell me how you're going to be without me. Well, I'll tell you right now because I'm going to drown you. Dead, yeah. And you're going to be attacked by a shark. If you ain't here, I just can't breathe. Well, because he left you there. Well, because you're in the water at this point. Right. So the second location, which you should always know. Don't get in a boat with Chris Brown. Don't go no, on a date. You've already went to dinner, and now you, have we learned nothing from like uh, 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 the Lacey Peterson? Nothing. I, I don't. We've learned nothing. Have we learned nothing from Rihanna? You're in the same room as him. I mean, was this pre or post re? 
You this need has to, to do be some study. Pre-re. Pre-re, because that's extra awkward. If you're like, yeah, I'm going to co-sign on a song with Chris Brown that has to do without being able to breathe. I mean, I can only imagine what it's like in like, okay, so Chris is going to come in here in a second after like the cadet. She's like, guys, uh. <laughs> have you read the lyrics? No, no. Guys, I can't sing this with him. Can somebody get my agent on the line? <laughs> oh, he said it's okay. Oh. I'm getting how much? All right. Bring him in. Isn't she lovely? <laughs> Ain't she just lovely? <laughs> I had a friend who said, now, what do you think about a guy that says ain't all the time? And I said, like, ironically or just like, no, that's his pattern of speech. Is that a deal breaker? Yes. It the same different. as it is with the word dude. <gasps> oh, my God. That just reminded me. I have to tell you a story, but we, we can continue with ain't. Well, but no, it's it's a it, your uh, excitement seems to have trumped. My I'm story. sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to, but it just reminded me that. <laughs> Go ahead. I feel like we played. Ain't I can't. Out. Ain't is coming back. But ready. When okay, I said, good. dude, it just it all came flooding back. Hey, so, dude. <laughs> I did remember a show. That show? What, put a pin in that. I got, I got a story for you. Okay, it's good. Okay. It must be. It's going to be good. So I did a show for the Center for the Heart of Hearing and Communication. This is not, this is what. <laughs> That's not even it. So there's a handful of us on the show. There's five people. And I was like kind of baffled when it was, it was a big show. It was like at a theater. It was a, a thing. It was a Bob Hope show. It could naturally. Because yeah. they were raising money for this company. But it was also a mostly deaf audience. This is. And it was streamed online. Every, all, all of the things. So we're, we're playing to a wide audience. But. We each have our own interpreter mm-hmm. on stage with us, an ESL interpreter, and we're in front of a huge movie screen where, in is addition, it ASL? It's ASL. E- English is a second language. Oh, is ASL <laughs> SL sign language? Okay. I don't. You can't expect American me to know everything language. when I talk. I mean, my God. So you get a sign language interpreter, and there's a big screen behind you where somebody is doing transcribing as you're talking, and the words are going up like six feet each behind you on the screen. Sure. And they tell you before you go there, there's certain stipulations of things that you can't do. Cock balls. Exactly. They were like, look, this doesn't have to be a clean show by any means, but just don't play to the interpreter. Like, don't make the joke what kind of gross things can I say to get this guy to do whatever I want to do? That's you know? an asshole. That's just like, how about don't be an oh, asshole? Oh, but, but here's the thing. You wanted to be an asshole. I, no. And the interpreter stands like real close to you. Mm-hmm. Real close. Like the carpenters. But it's a huge theater, like a big stage. So I was like, I need, what is, it's right here, right here. But the first guy to go up, I was like, wait a minute. We're, we're not supposed to say anything to like encourage that. But the first guy to go up is a dirty comic, is a very notoriously dirty comic, and uses like a lot of colloquialisms, like says dude a lot, is like, dude, you don't even know, um, you know, whatever. So he goes up to do his set as his set. Now, he is not doing it to see what the interpreter will do. He is following those rules. He is literally being himself doing his set. He gets up there, and the first thing he says is, Dude, so I'm fucking this cum guzzler. (laughs) The words go up on the screen behind him. The sign language guy goes like this. and, And he's doing it totally sincerely. He's acting it all out. I was like, oh my God, there's a word for this. There's a word in sign language for this. Of course there is. And it, that's where we started. That's just where we started. I start crying, laughing. I am weeping, and nobody else in the audience is laughing the way I'm laughing. I'm laughing at the whole thing. I'm like, God, this guy is so much better as a comic by having an interpreter by his side (laughs) that it should be the act, and it's going on and on, and it's just getting dirtier and dirtier, and I'm watching the, the sign language guy. At one point, he said taint, and there's no sign language word for taint, so you spell it out, and I was... In pain. I thought they were going to have to remove me from the theater. I haven't laughed like that in I don't know how long. It was so, you know when you have to, 
you're like, you have to try to calm yourself down because you're laughing so hard. <laughs> Tears are streaming down my face. This is the first comic of the night. <laughs> and it, words, kumkas are going up six feet tall behind him. And I'm taking it all in. And at one point, the sign language guy just, he just went like this. He just breathed in and he exhaled and he looked so tired and he wasn't doing it to get a laugh he wasn't doing it to make commentary he literally just looked like i can't keep up with this like i don't we i can't believe that we actually have a word for cum guzzler but we do i guess we should have used cum guzzler in the spitting episode oh i know if only but i just remembered it right now so you could go back and listen to the spitting episode and just know that this ties into that sort of yeah just it's a holdover yeah yeah just do it mix and match it's like a trilogy Yes, it's like one. Lord of the Ring. The spitting episode is over and we're moving on. Welcome to Dan Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Steve Irwin. <laughs> I'm Linda Carter. Aren't we all? And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? How to make a pimento cheese sandwich. Oh my God. Buy yourself some pimento cheese and some white bread. You take two slices of bread and... You spread the correct amount of cheese, like so. Then you close and you're done. Congratulations. That sounds like Mike from Breaking Bad. Wow. Is that what he did? Ads for pimento cheese sandwiches? That was Mike telling you how to make a pimento cheese. Oh my God. That is so relaxing. You know what else is relaxing? Spitting. Missionary <laughs> in in it really platform is. B, yeah, uh, down to forty four and forty five gates. <clears throat> but what else is relaxing? What else is intimate and and sexual is us because this week, like always, <laughs> we're bringing you the advice articles of Ad Lad as a dear Abby. We're we're to bringing them into beasts. we're bringing them into staircase B, and we're laying them back down, and we're making sweet, sweet L to them while we look in their eyes until yeah. somebody Blinks. takes a picture of us and posts it on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok and doesn't leave us any scented candles. Mm. We're reading their articles, damn it. That's what we do this week and all weeks. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias at Dear Pod Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. Check out our website, dearpodofficial.com. Come where you can binge every last sexy episode. Email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial and send us a question that you would like answered on the air by us. Don't like that? We got a YouTube page. Don't like that? We got a Patreon. <laughs> That's right. We got a little bit of everything here. We got a lot of shit you don't like. Get your Patreon here. Freshhotpatreon.com slash dearpartofficial. Become a subscriber for 3 or $5 every month and you'll get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week. Missionary here. Get your missionary. Didn't I tell you that a guy walked by me on, on the, in uh, the village? And he was walking by everybody. It wasn't just well, me. That's what people do. That's, walking. walking along, yeah. walking yeah. by people. Yeah, I walk going, by a lot of people. Cocaine. I got cocaine. I got cocaine. Cocaine. Got mm-hmm. cocaine here. And I was like, now that is a Shea Stadium approach to selling cocaine. Cocaine? Get your fish on cocaine. Hey. Right off the ass of a stripper named Cinnamon. Yeah, I'll take some cocaine. Hey, hey, catch. <laughs> oh. Thanks. He takes out a t-shirt gun. <laughs> The cocaine explodes in his face. <laughs> oh, that'll be three hundred and fifty dollars. It passes down, <laughs> and, and all these people just swarm that person who's covered in cocaine, like just sniff <laughs> sniffing me. Oh, I'm Carl, fucking, you smell amazing. This is amazing. Oh, fuck me, missionary on these stairs. <laughs> Look I've in never my had eyes. sex with a man. Look in my eyes. Hold my hair, <laughs> lovingly. Harold, that's a toupee. That's why I said hold it. <laughs> they come out of my hands. <laughs> Well, this then, I guess, springboards into our conversation at dinner when we were talking about the rickety-ass um, uh, music man. So, oh. And oh. I never really... So, you know, it's, it's again, sometimes you're like, you're, you're just inundated with the story. You don't really think about it. You don't think about it, like, 
you know, saving all my love for you. You don't realize it's a song about infidelity. You are going to break my brain with songs today. Okay. And then you're sitting there and you're like watching the music man. You're like, this is really stupid. And then, um, you know, she goes home and her brother runs out. You're like, wow, that's a strange age gap. You know, Sutton Foster's what, 40 some years old. Her brother's three. And then her mom rolls, her mom rolls out from the fucking Titanic. And you're like, (laughs) There is no way that that woman had that child and that and calls grown her ass mom. woman. And then you're like, then there's the backstory that everyone just kind of ignores because everyone's doing shapoopy or 76 trombones or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So there's a rumor around town that the reason why you are the librarian of the town is because you fucked some guy and that's why you got it. No, 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 no. And then all of a sudden this thing comes out and you're saying that this is your mother's? Your mother. Your mother's child. You, this is your mother's child. Is there really a rumor in, in, in the Music Man? Is there a rumor that Marion is is that's why not she's chaste? A, that's why she's a spinster, and she's too good for everybody. Uh, you know, she's too old. She's she's too particular. That sound that you just heard <clears throat> was my brain exploding. Yes. Yes. Because I never. He left for the city library building, and he left all the books to her. Right. He's clever. Wait, was she girl. dating? Was she married to him? What's the backstory no, with her? No, the story is that they were fucking. That's the story. They can't say that in the show because it's, if you don't mind my saying so, you have a bad habit of taking his big cock down your throat all the time on Fridays and Saturdays and taking the Sunday night off. Now, if you don't mind me saying so, I threw the heart of the ocean in the Atlantic Ocean, so I only have five minutes to tell you if you don't stop boning him in Platform B, doing missionary and looking in his eyes all lovingly. I think it's worth noting that everyone's stupid because they all think that it's my kid, even though I'm 109 and you're perfectly 23 and have a vagina of a little tiny girl named Beth. <laughs> I don't think you know how female bodies work. Mine has been on on the shit stirrer for 48 years. I haven't had a period since Taft was in office. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I have never, ever in my life ha- thought about this, made this connection, there, knew every about t- that. Every time ever. the production rolls out, <laughs> the, 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 her mother is older and older and older. So this one, it just looks like. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, oh, okay. I, I didn't, I just got tickets to the show. It wasn't something I was going to see. Oh, so I'm sitting there and I'm just like taking it, taking it all in. <laughs> And I'm literally like, so was she. That doesn't, wait, that doesn't make sense. Why would you have two kids? If you're 109, your oldest child is clearly 40 some years old. Your second child is seven weeks old. (laughs) Why, why, why the gap? They're both equally talented. Yeah, super talented, super cute. Why so large of a gap? And now she doesn't have a husband and she doesn't have a husband either. This doesn't make any fucking logical sense. I cannot sense. believe. Does has anybody ever addressed this? Has it been? An I don't a- know. I've never. I didn't. I think. I don't. I don't know. Like, I've there's never, heard- never been a review that says what's up with this. <laughs> I'm looking at Jules because I feel like you've read all these. What's reviews. up with the story? Like, what's no up with this no shit? One's, no one's questioning. Let's talk story. about this weird ass kid. Do they find him on a stoop, or did she have him? <laughs> she literally is raised as his sister. That is. This is some like Jack Nicholson stuff. No way they won't. People love the music man. In fact, I think I love it more for having this discussion. There you go. poopy. All right. We're jibber jabbering extra long today because guess what this week's theme is? A grab bag. Grab that. Grab your bags, Sack. babies. What happens with a grab bag, Patty? Tell the good people. Well, Aaron, it's that time of year. Don't ever say my name again. That is terrifying. It's that time of year mm-hmm. when we find articles that just don't have a mate. and Therefore, they make it into the grab bag. Happy a celebratory pride. issue um, that doesn't actually have a home. Yeah. So we just make a potpourri. We make a potpourri. A and, poop you know, on me. Let me tell you what. Happy Pride. There isn't enough poopery in this world. 
My Jules sprayed something the other day, and I'm like, really? Vanilla? Well, we tried vanilla ass. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) The the world who is obsessed with vanilla and vanilla in the bathroom. Vanilla scented, yes. Cinnamon, no. You're not making buns in there. It doesn't smell like Cinnabons. Also, we are the only, do you realize we're the only race of being that tries to cover up the smell of our own poop? There's no buffalo taking a dump out there. <laughs> There's no buffalo store. And then another <laughs> another buffalo walks by and it's like, Carl took a dump. Smells like clean linen. Thank God. <laughs> so much better. You would have was like before. He had that human spray. He know, had a gazelle spray. earlier. I don't want to smell what's coming out of that buffalo. <laughs> it's still coming out. <laughs> he's been in. Bed, he's been by that bush for an hour. God, there's nothing worse than a vanilla smell, though. A no. vanilla candle. I'm traumatized by it. A vanilla candle covering up excrement is just. Oh, I used to have a roommate who used a vanilla scent every time. Every time, it's almost more offensive. Like you're trying to cover up the offensive smell and then you add something sugary on top of it and it's like delicious ass, but it's never, it doesn't do it. It doesn't actually, it almost, it drapes on the smell <laughs> like a cheap suit it, and it holds on to it missionary style and it looks in its eyes and it's like, you're a terrible smell. Let's do this. It's like a Chico's wrap. It's like, you're it's not helping Roper. anybody. <laughs> we know what's underneath here. You're basically just wearing a comforter. Yeah, you're not with fooling With a collar. Comforter smell. Yeah. Yeah. But he came out one day and I was like, it smells like marshmallow ass. It wasn't even like a vanilla smell. It kind of warped into marshmallow somewhere along the way. Huh. I've said too much. Yeah. Let's do some articles. Okay. This is from the Lancaster Eagle Gazette, Lancaster, Ohio. I love that Lancaster. <laughs> I've been told not to sing, though. <laughs> May 9th, 1988. Dear Abby. This is in regard to the pregnant woman who complained because her right to privacy had been violated by an, op- by an office nurse who crassly commented on her previous abortion. Oh! Oh, I see you've decided to keep this one. <gasps> it's not only in doctor's offices that the right to privacy is violated. The last several months, my husband and I spent several hundreds of dollars in pharmaceutical bills, which we charged at our neighborhood drugstore. One day, to my horror, a friend called my husband to ask if he was okay. When my husband expressed surprise at the question, the friend told him that the bookkeeper at our pharmacy had told him about some recent prescriptions for penicillin my husband had just refilled. When we expressed our outrage at this breach of confidence, the friend told us that this bookkeeper had revealed information about prescriptions of other customers whose privacy was being violated in the same manner. Oh my Needless God. to say, we changed pharmacies immediately. We did not tell our, pharmac- our first pharmacist about the Yenta who had been blabbing about the, his customers' private parts, private business. Well, parts. But now we think we will. Signed, Private People in Great Neck. Dear private people, it would be an act of generosity to advise the owner of the business that he or she has an indiscreet, loose-lipped gossip on the payroll. This includes office personnel, salespeople, employees of hospitals, hotels, motels, etc. The list is endless. One cannot rid himself of rats unless he knows where the rats are. Ooh, rats. Ooh, I do have a rat story, but we'll hold on to that for a second. Mm, A total, because it's just a total sidebar off of this. It went from abortion to pharmaceuticals, which I was like, wait, where did we... Uh, it's just the it's the article that keeps on giving. It what does. It just It's the Russian nesting doll of articles. Yes, it keeps opening it. and opening and exposing. Can you imagine? Like, I can't imagine. Actually, I can't. Yeah. This is why like, anytime I have to pick up anything sensitive, uh-huh. oh, do I'm, tell. Like, I'm not picking this up in my neighborhood. Oh, and you, it's you always that, that time when you like you go up and you're like... Oh, hey, Dan. Ugh, fuck, where do I shove this? Oh, <laughs> well, how, he's going to know I, I have the herpes I, meds. I, I what? No, I don't know. Who put Vagisil in bananas? This, this is crazy. Is, this is Mrs. Roper's prescriptions. This, <laughs> this isn't is mine. mine. No. This isn't mine. No. 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 Extra small condoms right here by I the I got nurse. stuck on the shade. The shade of the nurse is like, I guess you're keeping this one. I mean, what the fuck? That woman keeps a bottle of Sambuca in her desk drawer. Like, what? Who the? What? What asshole nurse is like? Oh, hey, is this I where gotta, you come I from? Gotta, hey, the town prostitute. Did you ever have an asshole doctor like that, though? I've, I've had, had a, a handful. 
Uh, well, I've had an asshole doctor, but are you talking oh. about like a, like a <laughs> His name was extraterrestrial. I don't think I've had a... No, I haven't had a doctor like that. A total dick of a doctor. A dick no. of a doc. No. Oh, what, no, well, one time, like, I was... Sort of. There, we had, had this gay doctor, and he had a crush on one of the guys that worked at, I think, the restaurant or bar that it worked at. Oh. And, you know, we're doing the physical, and of course, I'm, you know, naked. And he's commenting about the body of this guy. Are you kidding? And I'm just like, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. He's like, yeah, I mean, you're okay, but I mean, Matt looks Excuse just, you know, me? I'm like, I am <laughs> about to explode into dust right now if you utter one more word. I would have scooped up my clothes, gone out naked, turned around and said, I want my copay back! My body dysmorphia was like, and explode. <laughs> Your body dysmorphia was like, all right, all systems go, everybody, all systems. This is what we've been <laughs> waiting for. <laughs> this is what we've rehearsed. Everybody get to places. It's not a warning. This is it. This is it. <laughs> Those alarms are real, everybody. Not a drill. This is not a drill. I repeat, he's about to explode. <laughs> he's about to stop eating for four months. Go, go, go. <laughs> That's nuts. That's nuts. <clears throat> That's like, I don't even think, like, that is probably a gap in the Hippocratic Oath. Oh, I'm sure. That needs to be filled. But maybe, yeah. Don't talk shit. Um, I feel like sometimes, like, there's, like, this, you know, well, we're gay, right? Like, I don't think I've ever, oh. like, I've had someone work on my pelvic floor, my pelvic floor, uh-huh. and I think I told you this when I was there, and I, the whole time, I had just watched athlete a about the violations oh yeah so i'm thinking like this can't possibly be right (laughs) he's basically clapping and doing the adams family no no i'm like (laughs) and then he's like you have a wonderful asshole i'm like wow thank you it's not pretty. Like, stop they're not pretty. It. Wait, stop it, stop it. He did not say you have a wonderful asshole. He did. Stop it. If you need to know. I'm like, I don't. I'm not looking at it. I'm not dressing it up for Halloween. I'm not hanging ornaments or anything or putting Maybe a wreath you around should. it. Can you imagine Maybe if, you like, like, you're having sex with a guy and he bends over and he, for Christmas, hung a wreath around his asshole? <laughs> it smells like vanilla. It's supposed to help the smell. Merry Christmas. Okay. <laughs> That's wonderful, but can I take the wreath down because it's going to really scrape my dick. But you're like, okay, I'll go out with it one more time, and then you go down, and then there's a stocking. Like, every day it's a little something different. Well, how is that stuck? It's a tiny little nail. Don't ask. (laughs) It's stuck on a barnacle that I can't get burned off. I can't. (laughs) My friend went to the gynecologist once, and she, she went to go spray FDS. Remember that, like? F, like feminine deodorant of spray from the 80s. Yeah. She went to go, of course. But I don't know where she had it, but she, she, so she sprayed her FDS on. She goes to the gynecologist. She gets in the stirrups and the gynecologist said, oh, I see you dressed up for me. Spray glitter. She accidentally put spray, spray glitter? glitter. Instead of FDS. Yes. Why are these things next to you? I don't know why. If they look dangerously like each other in their packaging, maybe put one in the bathroom and one in the bedroom. It's like that woman that instead of doing hairspray, she did aerosol glue. Why are <gasps> these things together? Is that a real thing? Yes. Oh, my God. Well, I, technically, if you saw my hair in the 90s and 80s, I did use glue. Well, I don't know what to <laughs> I tell I need you. to go back to the fact that he said you have a nice asshole. <laughs> Also, Did you put that on the resume? On my resume? You should. Oh, yeah, I should. I have a nice asshole, and you can snap inside of it. I see. The thing is, I would never say anything like that because I know that someone's out there like, it's not that nice. <laughs> That's why I don't compliment myself. It's more that you're worried about what the word on the street is. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to be too proud about something. If You know, it's really not. If it's inaccurate. Like, if it's the world's best coffee, I assume that that's correct. Yeah, but it's like you have to see it to be it, you know? <laughs> You have to do some positive affirmations. If you think your asshole is great. I have to manifest it. Yes, you manifested the person who told you was great. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go home. I'm going to set up a towel on my bed. I'm going to, you know, strip down. I'm going to get on all fours, look at myself in the mirror, and Stuart Smalley, my asshole. You should. You're beautiful. Positive positive affirmations. Yes. (laughs) 
You are ready to receive. You are. You've been ready to receive for a long you time. You are what you eat, and I'm eating well. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Parking in the rear. <laughs> I have an article be, for you. That'd be wonderful. I could have like a little sign. In the oh bed. my God! Yes, like a sense of humor. Yeah. Like, yes. Welcome to Bedford Falls, and then it's just like a picture of like. <laughs> day a new theme it's like a diorama love that a diarrhea diorama wow hey all right depending on what Mm. happens careful tremors is up (laughs) what's the theme today star wars (laughs) careful down there (laughs) all right let me just remember what i have for you because i know one of them is like hidden this comes from the reno gazette journal reno nevada nevada Nevada, September 20th, 1965. Plastic surgery given approval. Dear Ann Landers, I am a plastic surgeon who has been a faithful reader of your column for a long time. I've been tempted to write to you concerning matters that fall within my professional province. Your advice to the flat-chested woman who wanted to have her inadequate bosom built up by surgery provided the final stimulus. You should understand, Ann Landers, that a woman... A woman's image of herself is extremely important to her emotional well-being. If this image is a poor one, the woman may become withdrawn and introverted. Some women don't mind being flat-chested. Hey! But others become depressed and serious personality problems result. You say, why subject yourself to surgery when a $2 purchase at a lingerie store can produce the desired results? Have you ever seen one of those $2 purchases pop out of a bathing suit and float on top of a pool? Furthermore, a $2 purchase will not permit a woman to wear a low-cut evening gown. These purchases slip and slide, and sometimes they fall out. Plastic surgeons now use jelly-like implants to build up bosoms. This produces a natural appearance, and the operation is relatively simple. The degree of success is extremely high, and the women love it. Why don't you consult with your specialists and learn the wonders of plastic surgery? Yours truly, Tampa Plastic Surgeon. Dear Surgeon, if you have years, you should know I'm well aware of the wonders of plastic surgery and that I've made millions of others aware of it too. In the very column you attack, I wrote, Once upon a time, people had to play the hand nature dealt them because they had no choice. Today, surgeons can uncross eyes, remove pox and scars, reshape noses, build underslung jaws, and make people feel better about themselves. I'm all for it. My position on surgery to build up bosoms is unchanged. The plastic surgeons with whom I consult tell me the silicone implants you call them jelly-like, have been used successfully in great in a great many cases. However, in some patients, the implants have produced breast tumors. I would not advise any reader, no matter how depressed over a flat chest, to take such a foolish chance. P.S. The $2 falsies do not slip or fall out when sewn into a bathing suit or evening gown, and the new padded bras are better than ever. A.M. Oh, I'm wearing five right now. Someone's invested. Someone has sewn them in. At a girl. At a girl. I, can you imagine me with boobs? I was going to say bigger sure boobs, Jim but does. let's just start at boobs. Could you picture it? You could never picture it. I mean, I'd do it. I would, but I wouldn't. I don't want that. I don't want that surgery. Okay. Of all the surgeries, I, I that's the one. I don't. That's where you draw the line. Yeah. Uh, you know, gender reassignment. Yeah. Okay. Boobs. Uh, no. Question mark. Yeah, I don't think I'd get uh, pec implants. I've seen guys that do that. Just, uh, things, some things on guys just don't look right. Because you also have to think, what happens when you're ninety? That's the same thing I think about with a tattoo. Oh, I have two of them. <laughs> Surprise! But I mean, like some guys, like the tattoo is like tight on their arm, and then after a while, it's like, well, if you didn't keep it up, then where's it going to go? But- if you get a happy face on your stomach. You don't want it to look like a sad face. Exactly. Or then actually, need to lift. It, then it ages with you, mm-hmm. if you think about it. I don't really like that. But I saw, a, I went to the liquor store the other day, like a good female. Of course it knew. For my yeah. good, for my, my dear Jules, because I was in New Hampshire where the liquor is extra cheap. Oh, okay. Yes. And he made me go in and buy like four bottles of bourbon, which is always great. Check it out at that place. And I'm a, I'm a female alone on a Saturday and four bottles of bourbon. And I just look at her and I'm like, I know. Saturday. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> what are you going to say? But this guy walks out. 
Silver Daddy. He's got to be, if I'm being honest, like probably pushing 70. Mm-hmm. Body like an Adonis. Built. Looks amazing. It's like when H&M had that hot Santa campaign. I don't remember. There that. was like this haughty Santa. That seems weird. Yeah, it was a little bit weird. Although it is more logical because how is that man delivering everything with that body? Or do you just carb load during the year and then you do all your work on one night? One night. Yeah. You have all year to get in shape. Yes, but let me just tell you, there's a lot. We I just had this conversation with someone about aging. It's like, I just can't imagine just not... Just being one day being like, I'm just not going to. I'm going to let it go. I'm never going to be that way. Agreed. I'm not going to, you know, wear like a mesh Speedo when I'm 70. But I'll be damned if I'm going to, you know, look like, you know, Dave Thomas. Absolutely. Oh, wow. What a specific name to pull out of the coffers. (laughs) Founder of Wendy's. I know. It's so accurate. I would have picked Wilfred Brimley, but same diff. But you know what? We've already used Wilfred. What is that? Wilfred? Wilford. Wilford. Wolf. Wolf? What? Then we're back to the wolf in the field. Which we can't talk about. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh. can't we can't go back and reference something that's not there No, anymore. because it's gone. Correct. Okay, we so burn it. It's yes. burned. So let's move on. Okay, let's. This is from the Pensacola News. I'm so glad I don't have my glasses. The Pensacola oh. News, Pensacola, Florida, June 18th, 1984. Mm. Dear Abby. I don't mind standing in lines, but I hate the silence. As soon as I get into a line, I say to the person next to me, quite quite a crowd today, isn't it? No. Of course I get an answer. Soon someone else chimes in with, I didn't expect it to be so busy this time of day. In a few minutes, a lot of conversations get going, the time passes more quickly, and everybody leaves in a good mood. Once I went to to a volunteer awards luncheon and didn't know anyone, so I started talking to a man who didn't know anybody either. He told me he had just lost his wife and he sure missed the Swiss steak she used to make, but he supposed it was too complicated to prepare himself. I told him exactly how to make it, and he brightened up immediately. Recently, while visiting my father in the hospital, I was in the elevator going down to the cafeteria in the basement. An old gentleman got on and said, you look worried. He said, I am. I've got an awfully big decision to make tomorrow. Guess I'll have to talk it over with the Lord. I said, you can get better advice than that. The elevator stopped and he walked and he walked me to the cafeteria, still ta- talking a mile a minute. Suddenly he asked, where are we? I told him and he said he wanted the lobby. So I walked him back to the elevator, pushed the lobby button and told him I pray for him. My kids keep saying, Ma, you're too friendly. One day you're going to be murdered by a stranger. God and willing. I say, well, I'd rather go on being friendly than standing in dead silence in a group of people. Signed. Elsie. I hate you so much, Lauren Conrad. Dear Elsie, pity there aren't more friendly folks like you. Most people are embarrassed by silence, but few have the courage to break it. Any guidelines would be most appreciated. Thanks from New Hampshire. That's it. Blah! Blah! I don't like small talk, period. Ever. And I don't think... I, I don't know if I would really... I'm not probably not going to small talk anybody in a hospital either. If we're in a hospital, it's probably not good news. No one goes there and is like, oh, I just brought a bag of money. Like, no, that's not what happens at a hospital. You clearly know how I feel about strangers striking up conversation. Especially- Quite a line here. Zip it, you Shut fucking your nutbag. mouth. There's, um, a di- there's a difference between uh, the Iowa way and then there's like the New York way. Like... I can't believe it's two for one bananas. I can't believe you're talking to me and you're still breathing. I will end you. Yeah, and the fact that the kids were like, you're going to get murdered one day. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. I will do it. Absolutely. But you know what? People do it in New York, though, all the time. All the time to me. All the time talking. It always happened in Chuck's building, too. Well, of course it does. Yes. Well, because our friend used to live in a building that was like a super duper high rise and he was way high up. And every time without fail, you got in that elevator and it started stopping every third, fourth floor. There was always one chach in there that was like, I guess we didn't get the express. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like if your eyes could fall out of your head from rolling around too much. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Could you pick those up by your weird I haven't seen you bag. before. Oh my God. We're in an apartment building. This isn't a con. Like, what's wrong with you? Don't talk to me. 
just don't, I'm going to wear a shirt that says, don't talk to me. Oh, what a cute dog. Can I pet it? No. Can I pet your kid? Then shut up. Exactly. Stay away. Don't touch my things. Ew! When people prod me in line as if I'm, like, you know that they're trying to get you to speak, or when they're talking so loud, they just want you to know what they're talking about to them. Like, oh my God, you know so-and-so, or oh, that's so wonderful. That's amazing. I don't care. I will never <laughs> engage. If I sense you are fishing, I will never take the bait. I don't remember know who does. Remember how you said the story you talked about? You and Marcus went out to dinner, and there were these two guys that were. Oh, talking. the guy that was right here. Oh I my can't... god, it's hilarious. Oh my god, did I show you what I just did on this this event that I worked for? Uh, 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 Madeline Albright. It was amazing. Oh my God. Everyone was there. I worked at this Michael Kors event. Did I tell you I'm Michael Kors's friend? Oh yes. I know everybody. I'm fantastic. Yes. That guy? Yes. Where it's like your brain is like, I'm not even going to allow you to speak because it won't make sense. This is why guns should be illegal. Okay. Because I, if I got my hands on something, it's, but I thought about you because I was in line for something that was like, you know, New Yorkers like to line up for food products that are quirky. And I was craving some vegan ice cream, like you do. Nobody does, but I did. (laughs) And there's obviously like a handful of places where you can get it. And there's a place called Van Lewin. Yes. And the line was like way down the block. But I thought it's going to move fast, right? No. By the time I got up there. It was the next day. Yes. I was, I had already, I, I had to leave the line to go get real food to come back and not go and want ice cream, cream again. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And then I brought it into the and line. 31 flavors and I came back to Wouldn't it be great if I ate ice cream while I was waiting to go get ice cream? That's the kind of place. But so by the time I get to the front, already irritated. Two <laughs> things are happening in this line. I have my bag. My, like, I have a tote bag that I carry all the time. It's just like, a but it's bag. a leather tote. Okay. But it's, you know, I have it right here and it's sort of like on my back a little bit. I don't understand how people can't feel when they bump into you in line. And the woman behind me was up my ass. I was like, are you ordering my ass on a cone? Why can't you back up? She kept like pushing, tapping into, like she kept hitting me and my bag. We've been six feet away and now everyone needs to be six six feet feet inside. Right. Okay. Is that what's happening? Yes. That is correct. And like line etiquette will always baffle me. Never stand on the same plane as somebody. Stand in front or behind, not to my right or my left. It confuses the line. Little little tip. Always stand in a triangle and don't stand facing the way that the other people are standing. It gives your arms a wingspan so that they're not the people behind you aren't on top of you. How to define stand in a triangle. Show me. So your legs are spread. Instead of having them together, waiting patiently, as most people do, especially those of us who went to parochial school, okay. we are trained to be in lines since we were born. Yes. Everyone is like in dominoes. Well, when you turn your domino the other way and do a stance like a... Oh, aggressive stance. Yes. That's how you stand in line in New York? Sometimes I do, yeah. Because if I feel like... What the fuck? Why is someone on what? Are we, like, what is this? Like, are we doing chicken fights? Are you on my back? Yeah, to, right. it's 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 Indiana Jones. It's very lawless. Mm-hmm. And then a guy comes up with a kid, like he had surpassed the line so that he could, they could look at the menu and then they'd go back and whatever. I don't know what was wrong with this guy that he felt to come in at this level of this energy, vocal energy. But he read her the whole menu. He comes in and she's, you know, what, three, four feet? He's six, five, five and a half feet, whatever. He's not a big guy. He didn't measure him. But, okay. but he kept roughly, he kept bending down to her and saying, oh, this is, okay, I'm not going to exaggerate. I want to give you the exact voice of what okay. he did. What do you want, Madeline? They've got strawberries and cream. They've got mint chip. So he's a giant talking to a villager. Yes. Yes, exactly. It's like Hobbiton. It's like the Jolly Green Giant. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, so he's bending down, but he's bending down and yelling at Mm. the same time. And we're all in the line like, uh, 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 (laughs) like I'm shorting out. But we're also looking at how big the menu is going, 
This guy's going to read every last word of this shit. They have rainbow sprinkles. They have chocolate sprinkles. See, this is where this is where it is like <laughs> someone, a real person would be like, sir, like an old time New Yorker would be like, hey, buddy, fucking ask her what she wants. Don't read it. Just, Just give her the fucking cone. Tell her what she wants. Don't even ask her what she wants. That's Just the, give it to her. That's the problem with parenting today. Sorry, parents. Options. Just tell your kid what if it's like. Don't take them to fucking Olive Garden and say, "What do you want? What do you want?" You just tell them. Here's the fucking Here's spaghetti pasta. meatballs. B- yeah. Butter. This is yeah. all you eat anyway. You it's can't the, tell the difference. You take a kid to Cheesecake Factory for God's sake. It's like the fucking Rydell High yearbook. This guy at never going to read through it. Oh my God! They've got General Tso's chicken, <laughs> spaghetti Alfredo, fettuccine. I think we got it. It was. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What I'm saying is I was ready to put a bag over his head, but I stuck it out. That's how badly I wanted vegan ice cream. So I've had something, a similar thought the other day. Okay. And it's just like the the rage of the city. And I'm like, you know, if someone were to come, I don't know where it came into my head. I I, I don't know if it was, I've had too much Adderall. Uh-huh. I've worked out too much. But I'm You're like, disaster if some, if planning. Someone, yes. If someone came up to me and tried to fuck with me, I mean, I've taken enough kickboxing classes and boxing classes that I'm like, all right, I think like I'm pretty solid. I think I, can, I know how to defend myself. But then I'm like, if I, if I rip out his voice box, am I at fault? Like, at what point is the responsibility now on me to rehab this person? If he attacks me, if some guy comes up to me and calls me a faggot, which I'm prepared, yep. as every faggot is, mm-hmm. your response. <laughs> Mine now is to go immediately for your throat and end it. Because you do that, he'll never talk the same after you do that. Yeah. After I just, right in the middle of his neck. And he's going to sound like that guy in the smoking commercials. And there'll be no attacking me back because he's trying to fucking gasp for his last breath. Well, he's looking around for his voice box. Literally, I was like, I probably can only tell Aaron this. And I'm like, this is not (laughs) the brain of someone that is healthy and functioning successfully in New York City right now. This is the brain of someone that needs to get the fuck out of here for at least two weeks. Well, a few things. First of all, I'm honored that you thought of me. Thank you. When it came to of course. sharing how you would plan to murder somebody. It's not murder. It is someone in in the state that we are in, in New York City. It's self-defense. It's self-defense. Mm-hmm. And I just need to know what's on my person. That I can that use I can, as a weapon. That I can use successfully. Um, okay, so secondly, you said you take enough kickboxing classes. I don't know that like kickboxing from Bally's is going to really help when suddenly you're faced with a meth addict who's charging at you and you're like, uppercut, uppercut, jab, jab. I wish it was that kind of I would have do. I would do a combo because that's the thing about the kickboxing classes. They're always like, uppercut. Uppercut, uppercut, jab, jab, back, back, kick, kick. I hear what you're saying. You could dance fight him. I took class from, or this is kind of what I thought the class was, that the, the kind of like fun class. Instead, I got that, um, hi, my name's Beth. I was just recently paroled, and now I'm your partner. And then I'm like, this is some serious oh, fucking no. class. And then I'm like, Beth, let me just tell you something. I'm about to have shoulder surgery, so this is like the last Hurrah. The shoulder is going to yeah. be here. You want me to knock it out for She's you like, so you got to go to the ER? Something like that. I was like, this is fucking, I looked I looked at my teacher. I'm like, this is, she's going to kill me. She's going to murder me right here. But that's real life but training. I was like, you know what? Good for me. Yes. For sticking with Beth. <laughs> well, because then you're going to learn something. Especially how to do your own tattoo. I know. And the teardrops look great on you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I have one more article for you. Okay. Uh, I know it comes from the Clarion Ledger, Jackson, Mississippi, August 2nd, 1972. Dear Ann Landers, will you please tell me why some people think they have the right to pull their cars up outside a farmer's house and honk their horns for someone to come out and give them directions? For the 100th time in two years, I have been disturbed by these ignorant bores. This morning at 8.30 a.m., a car pulled up alongside our home, and I was in my house coat and hair rollers. 
I stood in the glass doorway, that's so specific, for full five minutes to see if that fool would stop leaning on his horn and get out of his car. He finally rolled down his window and yelled, Come here a minute! It would never occur to these motorists to honk their horns outside a city home and expect someone to come out in any kind of weather to give them directions. Why do they feel a country dweller should be treated with less courtesy and consideration? Will you kindly explain this? I am bemused in Kentucky. Dear B and K, the answer is found in your letter. People who honk their horns outside a home of a farmer and expect someone to come out and give them directions are ignorant boars. Ayan. Wow. Farmers. Okay. Jesus. I don't I I don't know who would think that. I would assume maybe it's again from the type of things that I watch uh-huh. that if I were to do that the um welcome would be met with a shotgun. Absolutely. Right. So, Murdered. Right. I would definitely be in. We have watched a lot of true crime. I think it's like seeping into our brains. Right. I don't think there's any more Mayberries. You know, like I don't think that this uh, that exists anymore. There's no, no. pleasant because I will walk around with my husband. I'll probably be murdered in one of these Mayberry towns because yeah. everyone's the same. Mm-hmm. If I honked in some of one of these ha- towns, I'd probably be murdered because what asshole shows up at a stranger's house and drives, what, three miles down their road? It's a farmer. Get- you have to go out of your way. I need directions to get back to a regular road. I mean, have we not sign- seen Ozark? I mean, you can be... Have we no. not seen FarmersOnly.com? I mean... <laughs> You do the math. Maybe they're looking for some tail. Literally. My biggest issue is people honking outside of a house. In general? That's like like not how I was raised. If you went to go pick someone up. Now I kind of would. No, no, I really wouldn't. No, I'm thinking about it. You know, you go to pick somebody up. They kind of know you're coming, so they're either ready or not. And then you get out of the car and like you knock on the door. You don't honk for them to come out. You don't lay on the horn. I lay on the horn every other inch of New Jersey and New York and Connecticut and Massachusetts, except for when it comes to honking for somebody to come out of their house. I don't think, well, maybe Morris were like, beep, beep. Like that's kind of like a... Like a gentle. (laughs) Okay, that would be the most. Right. But I mean, like, right? No. I think my dad had a problem with one of my sisters dating someone. They'd honk and she'd run out. He's like, "Uh uh-uh. No. You're not running out of here. He gets out of the car. Ooh. All right. We are sliding in. Are you ready? Yes. It's time, time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. We're Honk sitting here. We're doing it. Because I'm running out. <laughs> here I come and I'll fill you up. What am I saying? You make that boy drunk. get out of your car and come in and see your Instagram mail in person. You make that boy get out of his car, come in here, whip his D out. Let me measure it, and then you can go. Only then. All right, we have an Instagram mail question this week. Uh, you can email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, or slide into our DMs if you have an Instagram mail question that you would like answered by us, and Patois will kick it off. Yes. Here Patois. It, here it is. Dear Pod, I've been writing to a man who has been incarcerated for five years for something he didn't do. He's a beautiful writer and promises we'll be together when he gets out. I believe him and would count myself lucky to be his wife. I just don't know when he will be released. He doesn't seem to know either. Like the song says, am I wasting time or does love just take time? Love takes time. I actually don't know that To heal when you're hurting so much. Oh, I do know that song. Okay, okay. Dear love. I wish I could be more supportive of, letter, of letters such as yours. However, I simply cannot. In my office, I have four bags, nay, thousands upon thousands of letters from women who are carrying on a pen pal love affair with some inmate, each one hoping that this newfound soulmate will one day be together and live a fairy tale romance forever and ever. Well, let me paint in a few areas on this Disney dream of yours. As you go about your day, free to do whatever you like, whenever you like, starting with using your own private restroom, your prince sits on his own cold metal throne that may or may not work in clear view of anyone and everyone else in the vicinity of his cell. 
And while you can flush and leave the room, he must sit there surrounded by his own internal combustion that plumes and hangs over the small habitat with nary a window for proper ventilation. He wears the same outfit day after day, is surrounded with other men of varying degrees of crazy, eating the equivalent of porridge day in and day out. When he's bored, he may give himself a tattoo that may or may not lead to a massive infection. He may succumb to the loneliness, engage in homosexual activity, willingly or not. As you pour over your life together on page after page of your scented stationery, he's writing that same letter to 20 other women. Why? Because he can. And he certainly has the time. But, 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 he's sweet and gorgeous. Yes, I am sure he is. Yet we have not learned anything from Ted Bundy. You're a silly pawn in the life of a convicted criminal. But you can change him. Sure. Are you a licensed therapist who has treated recently released convicted felons? Have you dealt with men trapped in isolation and PTSD? I didn't think so. So my advice, sweetheart, is to put the pen down, go into your yard, take a deep breath of nature's finest freedom, then go into your closet, pull out your freakum dress, and head to the Regal Beagle. Your freakum dress? What's a freakum dress? It's from Beyonce, for Christ's sake. Oh, I don't listen much to the Beyonce. Oh, my God. I'm not part Who of the Beehive. Uh, what? I know. Then you about to get stung. I apparently am. But you know what else is going to sting this? Answer from Ann! Here we go. Wait, what was the name of this person? Because it wasn't signed. It wasn't signed. It wasn't signed, so dare not sign. Count yourself lucky to be his wife. You'll be counting your silverware if you keep this up. Or counting the nights you have left on this earth before he puts you in a pit and tries to weigh your skin. Of course he told you he didn't do it. Men have been lying about the important stuff since the dawn of time. If it was good enough for Benedict Arnold, it's good enough for your jailbird John. Seriously, with all the dating apps and websites and swiping and wiping, you choose to look for love within the four walls of a correctional facility? Let me spare you some time. He did it. And when you slam a shaggy says, it wasn't me, you can tell him Anne doesn't believe him. He's in there for a reason and he ain't getting out anytime soon. Stop spending money on stamps and start looking for a therapist who will get to the bottom of your desire for convicted felons. Like the song says, love takes time, not love does time. Save yourself 10 to 15 and move to an emotionally unavailable man that's not behind bars. A free man beats the who's gow heartbreak any day of the week. Good luck, you messed up son of a bitch, and happy breaking up with the guy from Staircase. Ayan! <laughs> you know, I feel like Brendan Dassey is getting more tail now than he would have had he been on the outside. Who? Brendan Dassey, remember um, making a murderer? Oh yeah, oh. Sad. The people that accidentally confessed, though they—they're <laughs> like, D- yeah, did yeah, guess. did I do it? Yeah, I no, don't know. yeah. You tell me. Maybe did I? Ah, uh, did you? Did you not, Turkey? I probably didn't. Did do? I didn't do it. Wait, who? Can I get a burger? I'm tired. So tired. I can't imagine. I bet you the Una, the bomber, the uh, Boston bomber is getting letters of love. I just don't, I, I don't, I don't understand these people. It's a, And it's anytime a they're like quirk. dragged out onto like Oprah or something, everyone has like that same look like, girl, so let's have some real time. Oh yeah. But they're brought out on Oprah for that very reason. Because we all want to look at someone with pity. Well, it's like, I understand loneliness is palpable and whatever. <laughs> However, these people have committed a crime. They can see past that because they can change them. Yeah. You don't understand. Maybe you can change them. He only ate six girls. Right. That's it. He was hungry. Yes, it's keto. Keto will drive people to do this kind of thing. I don't even want to write a fucking stranger, let alone someone in prison. I don't want to write to anybody. No. I pay all my bills online. I don't want to write to you. Like print? Like with my hand? Like, no. what is he thinking? Like this... What in the name of all that's good? He just blended your dogs. No! You don't... He's giving us a blender drink. Whoa. Hmm? Did he break it? And broken. We've broken blenders on this show before. Remember we did the smoothie that broke everybody because there was too much kale in it? Broke yes. the blender. Did you figure it out, hon? Oh. There he goes. 
That's so on brand for him. All right, then I guess that's my cue. That sound is my cue to give us the... It's time for Specialty Cocktail Specialty Drink. I'm writing to people in prison right now. I can change him. Oh, I can change him. Sometimes you think you can change yourself a man who's been sitting in prison for 14 years, but what you don't know is that he ate two penises while he was in there and he's fatty full. He doesn't want any more of your stupid poos. Mama, if you don't mind my saying so, I've had three dicks my own, and that's... <laughs> but I can, and I, I mean, will. I can, had it and not I'll, been And then I'll be yelled at. All right, this week's specialty cocktail is the banana daiquiri. Uh-huh. Frozen. It's in a frozen. It's frozen. in parentheses. Is that James Jules Ferris sitting in the blow-up pool enjoying today's specialty cocktail? What? No, that's the deer who keeps coming up to our property. I'll have to tell you about that. For this, you will need one ounce of light rum, one ounce amber rum, three quarters of an Who's ounce... Who's amber? Who's it? We don't talk about her anymore. Three quarters of an ounce fresh lime juice, two ounces simple syrup, a half ounce banana liqueur, and a half a small banana. Real banana. Blend the ingredients as reserving one slice of banana with crushed ice and serve in a large goblet. Because everybody's got a goblet at home. Garnish with a slice of banana. That's the banana slice. Got it. Got banana. All right, here's the tasting notes. It's getting hot out there, and it has been a long time since we've done a blender drink. That's true. So let's roll up our sleeves and try not to screw up a frozen banana daiquiri. Ooh. This is a great little first question during the hot summer days. Different from the regular daiquiri, which is just daiquiri. <laughs> Some people pronounce it a daiquiri. No one calls it that. Don't you call me a daiquiri. Which is rum, simple syrup, and lime juice. The addition of the amber rum and banana liqueur give this drink the extra flavor and shot of something something that it needs to make this cocktail a summer classic. And who doesn't love crushed ice in their drink? If Erin had her way, it would be in everything. And that's true. Now get out your KitchenAid, Vitamixes, GEs, Hamilton Beaches. Slap on your SPF 5000 and stop blending your way into your summer memories. Get a straw. This stuff is thick. Oh, my God. Look. It is so thick. Ooh, it's 500 pounds. Oh, my God. My my upper body. Pulled my shoulder. Oh, so sorry. Oh, my God. Okay, here's the thing. This is nobody's fault. This is not your fault. But when I was a kid, I had pneumonia. You're right. That isn't anyone's fault. (laughs) But thank you for the clarification. And the medicine I got was banana-flavored. A banana-flavored pneumonia medicine. And I took it for two weeks. And things with that banana liqueur-type fake banana flavor... Make me feel like I'm right back in pneumonia land. I'm in second grade. I'm puking. But I'm still going because this feels so good on my throat. (laughs) I feel like your mom should be saying that. Artificial banana is one of the best fucking things on the goddamn planet. Well. Everybody knows that. A banana Laffy Taffy, a banana runt. You tell me that it's not (laughs) the fucking. You hit runt so hard, it didn't sound like runt. Yeah, it's a big fucking runt. You guys, what are we going to call this candy? I can smell your runt. (laughs) You guys, we have all this candy, okay? So it's almost like little rock pieces, Mm -hmm. but it's flavored and it's sugary. We're going to put it it in little, it's like um, fruit. That's what it looks like, Aaron. It doesn't look like fruit. It's a runt. Runts are those little balls, right? Huh? Maybe you should Google this before you start this fucking fight. Runts are. Talk about some things. Okay. Oh, yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. This tastes. Healthy because it tastes like real banana. Surrounded by. I'm soda. afraid I'm going to drink this whole thing. Well, where you got to go? I know. What do I? What do I have to do? But oh, here's do you have the to thing. get on New Jersey Transit? I don't oh so. no, we have to take you to New Jersey Transit. Mm. I'm so sorry. Here's the you? thing. Jules knows about me. If he gives me a frozen drink, it's gone in seconds. Well, this is tasty, goddammit. But it's the frozen thing. It's that it's. 
I'm, I'm having a hard time talking. I froze my throat. Oh, you did? Yeah, yep. Oh, you did? Maybe you need a scarf. Nope. Runt's candy comes right up. Okay. Yeah, it's a picture of fruit, right? This is delicious. Because a runt has a banana shape. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay. What okay. What were you fucking thinking about? I was thinking of um. nerds. My bad, everybody. My bad. Yeah. Also, <gasps> a good banana flavor is in that. Mm. This is an excellent banana. Hodgepodge. Although it looks like a softball in here. I know. It's so thick. But Say it's that again. Look at me it's with a, your wait, eyes wide open. Wait, let's do missionary. And say it's I'll so I'll meet thick. you in staircase B. Tell, tell me it's thick again. It's so thick. Thank you. Sometimes you don't know how thick your banana no. is. <laughs> I wrapped it with a sock. This is delicious. This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.